You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Welcome to the newest episode of the Needless Things Podcast, where we talk about toys, movies, music, and all manner of pop culture dorkery. I am your host, Phantom Troublemaker, and I am battling through a horrific space virus. I don't know what's going on. Well, I know what's going on because I went to the doctor uh, because I'm not a fool. I woke up early, early Tuesday morning and felt like I had a ball of fish hooks in my throat. Or, or actually, I felt like someone had just yanked a ball of fish hooks out of my throat. And uh, I just felt horrible in every way. And I called into work, which sucks because I miss out on some overtime now for this week. But I was in I was in bad shape, you guys. So Tuesday was a rough day. Um, and it is now Thursday. I'm recording this on Thanksgiving because I am quarantined at home because it is a virus and it is contagious and I'm going to get it wrapped up and then go to sleep and hopefully, well not hopefully, it's not the right word, but planning on working tomorrow, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, But anyway, I wanted to be sure and get this done for you guys. As you can tell, my voice is not super great, so I'm going to make this intro as quick as I can, but there are some things I want to talk about. One, I did manage to see Spectre while I was recovering, and it's fantastic. I have not been the biggest fan of... I love Daniel Craig as Bond. I have not loved his movies because I feel like there's too much... A very similar thing that's going on with Doctor Who and that they're just doing too much character stuff. Like, just have adventures. I don't need to know about your personal life. I don't need to know about all of this uh, sadness and, and oh, my girl, uh, whatever. I don't want to get too much into it because I just don't have the voice for it, and, and that's a whole episode. But Spectre made an incredible, awesome James Bond movie, uh, built it upon all of the things that I didn't care for in the other movies. I loved Casino Royale. Uh, Quantum of Solace was pretty good, and Skyfall I just did not care for at all because it plumbed the depths of that who is James Bond thing that I don't care about. Uh, but Spectre is awesome. I highly recommend you go see it uh, even this weekend if, if you've got the time and, and you need something to do. It's it's so pleasing. It is an old-school, great ride James Bond movie. Okay, moving on from Spectre. Uh I want to talk about today is Black Friday, and it is Record Record Store Day has special releases for Black Friday. I highly recommend if you're listening to this uh, on Friday, and you can probably hit your local record store anytime over the weekend. Uh, They'll have some stuff left over, but if you're out running around listening to this in the morning, and I'm I'm posting this one extra early, so it'll be up all day long, uh, there are special limited releases that hit today. So, excuse me, I'm, I'm going to be drinking some water here, you guys. Uh, I recommend you go to uh, recordstoreday.com 
and check out the full list of releases as well as participating locations. And if you cannot make it to a record store today, you can always go to my favorite stop uh, for records, who, who I should have asked about sponsoring the show, uh, turntablelab.com. They have a list of all the releases that they have available, and you can go in and sign up for an email notification, and they'll let you know when they have them in stock, because what they do is they get them all in, they sell them in their their retail store, they actually have a brick-and-mortar store, and then after... Excuse me, after Black Friday is done, whatever they've got left, they'll sell online. But here's the key. They sell it for retail price. They're not ripping you off. They're not uh, they're, they're not scumbags. They're awesome people. Uh, they pack their stuff well. They ship it well. You don't have to worry about it getting damaged in the mail. Uh, they kick ass. So turntablelab.com is the place uh, if you cannot make it to your local record store or if they're out of what you want because they're limited quantities on these things. But anyway, I'm going to real real quick run down the list of what I'm going to be trying to get a hold of after I get out of work on Friday and what I'm probably going to end up buying from Turntable Lab. Uh, there's a single for Easy E's Merry Motherfucking Christmas. Uh, there is a single for the Batman theme song from the original television show. Uh, there's a 25th anniversary release of Judas Priest's Painkiller on a saw blade shaped uh, dual LP. Uh, there's Mighty Mighty Boston's Live at the Middle East, which is an anniversary show at the Middle East Club in Boston. Nine Inch Nails, Halo 1 through 4, a uh, complete vinyl collection of the first four releases on Halo, uh, which is awesome. I want that very badly. It's a little pricey, but I don't give a shit. I want it. Uh, Stormtroopers of Death, a single for Milk. This is a big one. Transformers soundtrack, 30th anniversary release. It has a transforming sleeve, uh, and then the the vinyl, the LPs have trans, uh, Autobots and Decepticons stamped on them. Very cool novelty release, and also very nostalgic, kick-ass soundtrack. And uh, finally, a single of Rock Me Amadeus with a B-side Vienna Calling from Falco or Falco depending on how that's supposed to be said I don't know but another nostalgic release and something I'd like to have now there are dozens more releases than this this is just the small list that I made for myself uh, that I've kind of budgeted for in, in case I do find them all awesome stuff though go to recordstoreday.com for the full list and go to turntablelab.com to get notifications of when they can sell you stuff it, it's fun i love black friday even though i don't really get to participate in it very often anymore because i'm typically working but you can also go on amazon uh or tons of online stores and get great deals i'm all about consumerism i'm all about just fun of the holidays and tracking down those you know fun special gifts for people and uh, that's definitely part of it. Records are, are special, unique, and fun. And, man, I feel my voice going out here, so I'm going to have to wrap this thing up. There are a couple things more I wanted to talk about, but it ain't going to happen this week, folks. Okay, today's topic of conversation, basically, I ran out of time this week because I, I got ill. Uh, Monday before I left work is when I started feeling ill. But but anyway, I ran out of time. I, I didn't know what I was going to do for an episode, so I called up my buddy Ryan, Needless Things uh, head of research, and said, hey man, let's talk about Star Wars, because that guy is always going to be good for talking about Star Wars. Uh, we talked to Belligerent Monkey as well, but he's on the road, so that wasn't feasible. So this is just me and Ryan talking about the build-up 
uh, to Force Awakens as well as just other Star Wars related stuff. It's a fun conversation uh, made slightly painful by my awful voice, but I think you guys will enjoy it. And before we get to that, I want to give you a special Black Friday deal. Uh, not really. Just here's Faith No More from their new album, Soul Invictus, and the song Black Friday. So first, I want to talk a little bit. Uh, I want to nail down this book thing because you and I have been talking about the book uh, for a few months now, and about maybe trying to read it. What what book are you? Because there's Shattered Empire. Well, and I think that's where I messed up because one of the I think initially when I had looked online, it was presenting that there was going to be a novel of Shattered Empire. Right. And Amazon had it listed as a novel when I pre-ordered, and well, the and graphic novel showed up. I mean, oh I, really? Yeah. So the graphic novel showed up. So I don't know if there there, there is a novel. Book. There is because Chad and Beth. Well, there's the there's the other one. There's the crappy. Um, what is it called? Awakenings, I think it's called. Oh, I thought. Okay, I was confusing that with Shattered Empire. Then yeah, that's that's the one that they've said is so horrible. Then yeah, it's terrible. It's okay. No um, and then there's like there's some kid books. Yeah, there's a bunch of young adult books, and then of course there are the comics, which I want to talk about a little bit. Yeah. Um, but the the I think the one that we were trying to nail down was this prelude to the Force Awakens story of oh, there's some nice little thing that was unnecessary. Um, I think it's the story of what goes on with. Finn and Ray. It's like kind of a little prequel, like direct prequel to the movie, mm-hmm. and it's written by Greg Rucka. Okay, so the same that's writing Shattered Empire, right? Rucka's writing the um, comic. He did the comics, right? But he, uh, what? Oh, okay. Wait, is Aftermath the one that was such shit? I yeah. think I think that's the one. Yeah, um, Aftermath is the bad book. Right, right. Rucka has written the Shattered Empire comic, which is. It's it's good. We'll get into it, but it's all right. Oh, I I really dig it, and I actually am just now wondering if they've forgotten to pull an issue because I feel like I read. Or wait, is it done? I'm not sure. I think it. I think they might have wrapped it up after five issues because they've been very good about keeping. Like Star Wars is ongoing. Darth Vader is ongoing. But Lando is a miniseries. Chewbacca is a miniseries. Princess Leia, thank goodness, is a miniseries. Because oh, out, yeah. out of all of them, like they've all been great except Princess Leia, and it wasn't bad. It just wasn't magic 
like right. the other ones have been. Do you agree that like they've just really been incredible? They have been. I've really enjoyed. Them. You know what's interesting? The Force Awakens trade has Leia number one as the back material, which I thought was a really weird choice for that one. Yeah, that is odd. I don't know why that one is the one in the back. I mean, the end of the one that I have with Force Awakens is Poe's parents yes. leave, and that was it. And they're, they're on their little house and, and, or whatever I, it was. and I think that was it for that one. Like, they may do another series, but it seems to me like they're they're kind of parsing little bits, which is smart, because one of the big problems we have in comics today is storylines like 16 to 20 to 24 or more issues mm-hmm. when they shouldn't. Right. Okay, so Before the Awakening is the novel that I'm thinking about, uh, and it has Finn and Ray and Poe on the cover. It's an anth- it's actually an anthology book, so I guess it'll just have uh, pieces about each of the characters, but it comes out on December 18th, so... We obviously will not be reviewing that one before the movie comes out. <laughs> I mean, well, no, I guess I'm seeing the movie on the 17th that night, so I do read it before I go in. I got lucky because uh, I was working nights, so I had bought tickets for the three of us to go see it Friday night because I, I obviously can't go Thursday night because I was working that night. Uh, but then my schedule switched. So now I'm off. I managed to get tickets because uh, we've got a theater here that has reserved seating. So when you buy tickets online, oh, that's nice, dude. It's it's the best because one, you don't have to worry about what time you get there. Uh, y- your seats are picked. Yeah, like that's, that's nice. incredible. And you can you know it's it's just it's so nice. So anyway, I was able to get two good seats in the back and the top, and it's a, that's like layered stadium style uh-huh. it's it's kick-ass theater uh so you know the drama i had with the tickets that no night. what happened so when you know tickets were going up that night uh the night of it was monday night football i guess was that night because of course right I was right watching nfl football for a star wars trailer <laughs> and like it went well i guess i saw i think i you were one of the first ones i saw that posted it that all of a sudden like theaters were I guess in Atlanta it sold out or we're starting to. Yeah, it was really weird because I I knew I got like an email from Fandango saying, Hey there or no, actually I don't even think it was Fandango. I got an email saying they're going on sale. So mm-hmm. I said, Okay, cool. And I tried for the nice theater with the reserved seats first and it was I don't know if it was sold out, but it wouldn't let me in to buy tickets. Mm-hmm. So I went to a different theater that I don't like as much and got three seats. Uh, no problem. Mm-hmm. And then I started seeing they're selling out everywhere. And I was like, oh, damn, I guess that one, that first one must have sold out that quickly. And people are talking about they can't get tickets. And, like, yep. it's it's just selling out like crazy. Yep. So I'm sitting here. I'm in Auburn. People don't know. So I'm sitting here, and there's one theater in town that has the IMAX theater. There's one. Right. And so I am dead set that that's how I'm going to see it for the first time. I'm going to the 7 o'clock. I'm going to the IMAX. So I'm running my iPad, my computer, <laughs> it's and like, something else. You're treating and, it like a Maddie sale. Oh, yeah. And Fandango <laughs> is crashed, and I'm freaking out, and I keep like reloading, reloading. My wife wasn't here yet. She walks in, and I'm like, like way above freaked out about tickets for a movie. Right. And I was like, 
you know what? I was like, I'm not going to stand for this. So I got in my car. I drove <laughs> 85 what? miles an hour to the IMAX theater <laughs> and bought tickets in person. The girl oh. looked at me like I was a crazy person. I was like, I need three tickets. And she was like, all right. And I was like, yeah, you know, she was like, yeah, we've had some people call. And I was like, has anybody come up here? And she was like, well, no. She was like, you know, there's 500 seats under the, out there. And I was like, you know what? There's probably 500 seats in that theater. I was like, but I don't care. I was like, I am not taking this risk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I mean, I had like a serious freak out, but I mean, I think that goes to like, this the build that they've given this movie well and here's yeah yeah go ahead and it's you know everybody hemmed and hawed for a little bit about disney you know and what disney was going to do and how disney were going to run things but the way that they have released everything toys commercials the hype of it has been masterful i mean it's amazing what they've done. And what's interesting, and they came out today and said this, there was articles coming out that this was going to be the biggest opening ever, and they were, you know, they're, the numbers they're predicting are huge. Oh, sure. But Disney immediately came out and was like, hey, we are not going to celebrate this already. They basically tempered expectations already. Like, they, their control on this is genius. Well, um, the the thing about it, uh, and I, I'm really tired of the people posting on Facebook like, well, just remember what happened with Phantom Menace. Mm-hmm. You know what? Fuck you. I do remember that, and I don't care because this is a totally different situation. The The characters that we love are back. Yeah. Um, what I wanted to happen 16 years ago seems to be what's happening. But you know what, and I, I guess my view on the prequels, as opposed to other people, has softened over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess I'm not being as jaded about it as I once was, but that time, even though the movies – I mean obviously everything's – the movies were not what we wanted. Um, it didn't live up to what we wanted, but that point and that excitement at the time, it was awesome. Yeah. Like, and I think people forget that. Like, how amazing it was that Star Wars came back. And as much as you hate the prequels, not you specifically, you know what I mean. Yeah, you know, you know I don't. As much as people dislike the prequels, we got more Star Wars. And for a long time, that was never gonna happen. Yeah. And they, they have their plus or minuses. Like I said, I've, I've softened over them over the years. You know, I think the machete way to view them is does help a little bit. I've done the machete viewing a few times mm-hmm. and it does kind of, you know, knock out a lot of the junk in them. But it was unrealistic to expect what everybody had built up in their head about where Darth Vader came from was never going to be it was never going to live up to what we thought. Because for years we had EU that had told us one thing, we had this whole idea in our head about this badass, you know, Anakin was going to be this awesome badass, and he wasn't. But I think that's okay. Like, Luke's not that way either. And I saw a good point the other day where you look at the performance of Hayden Christensen next to the performance of Mark Hamill, and you can almost see I that's what he was going for. Oh, for sure. And I still don't know that that was the right thing. It wasn't. 
But, you know, I, I, I get it. I understand where it went wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I can still watch those movies, man. I mean, I, I there, yeah, there are things that are cringe inducing, but oh, yeah. it's, uh, the story is very good. Yes, it's super political, but that's how it had to be. And, and we knew there had to be that aspect to it because mm-hmm. of how Palpatine came to power. Right. Um, well, and that's the difference between the original trilogy and the prequel. The original trilogy, you have a, a small group trying to gain power and overthrowing this big empire, which is what people want to see. They want to see the underdog beat the big guy. Well, and that's the challenge of the prequels was, hey, the good guys are the corrupt government and you've got to figure out a way to take them down and make it legitimate without with making you still cheer for him. You know what I mean? Well, like, and it's, it's and a it's, hard movie thing to make the good guys the government. The good I mean, guys are never the government. And and I mean that's why She-Ra was a better cartoon than He-Man. Was exactly. it was it was rebels. I mean granted yep. it, it was Star Wars, but it was rebels going against the big evil empire and anybody can get behind that story. Yeah. As opposed to the big evil empire fighting the slightly less evil empire fighting I mean it was just you know, it, it's right. it's not as cheerable. Right. Um, well, I guess we should throw in there too for the people that are listening. We know very little about the movies that are about to come out. Yes. We both stay very spoiler free. I have seen the two trailers and I have seen the Japanese trailer, which I don't think you've seen. Correct? No, I, I haven't even watched the Japanese trailer. And honestly, you know, one, it's because uh, I, I don't want to know any more that because at one point J.J. Abrams said. The second trailer is all you're going to see until the movie comes out, right. which which uh, I don't think he was lying. I think the studio was like, hey, probably shouldn't have said that, J.J., because obviously we're going to put out more stuff. Right. But, uh, yeah, it's partly I don't want to know anything else, and partly I am tired of tearing up every single time those trailers come on. It's the one line everybody knows it. The minute he walks in and says we're home, every time I'm like, oh, well, and that's happening again. It's we're home in that one. Yeah, and it's and they're both Han Solo lines, and it's all true in the second one. Yeah, because it's such a direct parallel to that his speech and yes. it's hope. Yes, it's 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 man, it's powerful. So and yeah, and I went and saw Spectre today, which I by the way I thought was awesome i've heard some is it oh dude it pays off the last three movies so damn well and it is old school james bond i i loved it you know a funny thought i had today when i was searching for toys again which we'll get to my unending hunt (laughs) right i realized when i was looking at the toys today i was looking at a caillou ren toy and I realized that I have been saying Caillou Ren, and I've been saying Poe Dameron and all these names. Uh-huh. I actually have no idea how you pronounce these names. Like, I've convinced myself, hey, those are their names, but I'm not sure I've ever heard anyone, like, they don't say them in the trailer. No, no. The, like, his name could be Kylo Rian or something. Well, it is. I mean, it's... I have it's, no idea. Kylo but, is pretty straightforward. See, do you know Kylo? See, I've been saying... Wait, no, see, now I don't even know how I'm going to say it. Uh, and, but, I, I've been saying almost like Caillou Ren, but I bet it's Kylo. Yeah, I, I think, but, you know, we'll find out. Uh, and then, yeah, Poe po Demeron or some weird crap. Who knows? Yeah. 
And I probably know more about him than anyone else in the movie just from reading Shattered Empire. Right. They've definitely revealed a little bit more about him, I think. Holy crap. Okay. Um, to get into some early toy talk here, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll get back to the, the media stuff, but I'm sitting here playing with my new, uh, the, the three and three quarter inch Walmart exclusive black <laughs> series, which I swore, $12. Dude, I know. I swore I wouldn't buy them because they're in Walmart and I hate Walmart. And they're also too damn expensive. But then I saw them because I've been in there. <clears throat> I've been in there shopping for Christmas stuff because you kind of have to go wherever you can for certain toys and things. Uh, and I saw them and Kylo Ren today and just lost my shit and bought six stormtroopers and a Kylo Ren or Kylo Ren or whatever the hell it is. Yeah. At least we know stormtrooper. Right. First um, order trooper. And I just noticed that they have the double articulation on their wrists, which is nice. They, oh, they've is got nice. the swivel and the bend. But two of the stormtroopers I got, the paint is fucked up on their body gloves under the armor on the thighs. Uh-huh. Like one of them, the top left thigh is just white, entirely unpainted. Yes. So that's pretty lame for 12 bucks. Uh, but anyway, we'll move along. We'll get back to the toys in a little bit. Uh, so yeah, the promotion, it's, it's got me hyped up. And like I said, it's, it's, excuse me, it's Han, it's Luke, it's Leia, it's Chewbacca. It's, well, we haven't seen Luke though. Well, it's the big mystery. Right. We know Luke's around. Right. But, we just don't know what he's doing. And there's yeah. all kinds of theories and we're not going to talk about him here. But, uh, you know, we'll find out. Yeah. Now, I, one thing I have, the first trailers, well, the three trailers, one thing that I'm actually convinced of is that Ray is a Skywalker somehow. She's gotta be. Or, or a Solo. Or Solo. Oh, well, I mean, like or a, both. Leia, a both, Leia Skywalker. I yeah. Or a right, I mean, right. I'm assuming a Leia Skywalker. But, I mean, the looks that she has in the trailer, she looks like Natalie Portman. She I think totally does. They're channeling Padme, which is going to lead to some weird, did they just ditch her? Like, what, <laughs> what happened there? Um, but then to tie to the comics too, you know, there was this huge thing that Han Solo now has, uh, ex-wife. Well, you haven't finished that one yet, apparently. I have not. I'm behind. I read on the I app. Ju- oh, so you're months behind. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little while behind. Okay, so. But sometimes I, I know that it, it's unrealistic that all the Jedi got wiped out totally, but sometimes I have a weird issue with, you know, by the time we get to A New Hope, there's obviously still Jedi around. And I don't know how much that takes away from Luke is it, like this is it. it. You know what I mean? Well, and- but they had uh – you know, in the expanded universe, they, right. they had... Right, well, I had an issue with it there, too. Like, I like that Luke is it. Like, we're going to wipe it clean. Yeah, but the other... The ones that were left were hiding or not aware of their abilities. Or I, I actually think it was in the same way... <clears throat> in the same way that I think it was unrealistic uh, for anybody to believe that the destruction of the second Death Star led to the the end of the Empire, right? Which um, has been addressed really well in the comics. Yes, and and it's and it was it was it was always unreasonable. And there were people that complained about the EU, like, oh, why is the Empire still around? Well, because it's the freaking Empire. It's yeah. not. It's not like you know twenty dudes 
that all happen to be on board that, that space station. It's mm-hmm. literally a massive galactic form of government. So, yeah, the figurehead dying, sure, that struck a blow, but it didn't end it. And in the same way, I find it unrealistic uh, for them to think that even though Vader spent 18 years hunting down and exterminating Jedi, you know, he, he didn't get them all. Yeah. And, and, and you know, new Force sensitives are, are going to be born because right. midichlorians. <laughs> Oh, midichlorians. <laughs> Do we think – that's a good question too. So the Force Awakens, are they going to address it or you think they're just going to skirt over and just once again be like, yeah, Finn's totally Force sensitive? I, I <laughs> want to say – I want to say somebody official even said that they're not going to mention midichlorians anymore. Yeah. I, I feel like somebody actually said, yeah, we're not we're not going there. Which is fine by me. I mean, you know, it's one of those things where you really have to look at how much detail and explanation you want to give about stuff. Because we're sitting there watching a space opera about another galaxy with laser swords and little furry cannibal people and, you know, crazy aliens and shit, hyperdrives. We're already suspending our disbelief plenty and the more stuff that you get into detail explaining, the more you're defining these rules and making us look at things and kind of taking the fun out of it. Yeah. Like, you don't need to explain anything to me. I don't need to know how a hyperdrive works. I don't need to know, I don't need to know what Chewie's bowcaster does. Yeah. Because I'm already let's, buying let's, some dude can shoot laser electricity out of his fingers and right. you can have a laser sword. Like, yeah. you got me. You yeah. got me. Like, I, I don't care how it happens. I don't need to know about the biology of the Jedi. That's absurd to, yeah. if that was ever even mentioned. Yeah. Now, here's a question, and this is kind of goes along with it. So, do you think – I am questioning – if they're going to address the whole balance of the force issue, like that's, I think that's probably what I'm most fascinated with, with this movie is, you know, the whole, all six movies are basically about, we are going to balance the force. Right. And, and in the end, we didn't understand what that meant. (laughs) Right. So are we going to address that? Because like what I would like to see, honestly, is that there is no more light and dark. It's done. Now there is the force. And I, one of the things I think, one of a theory I have is that the force awakening thing is about that the force is back and there is no more sides. Like, it's just the force now. Do what the hell ever you want. But I, that's one of the things I really want answered. Like, probably more than anything. I want to know what that means that the force was balanced. I kind of think that might be something else that they gloss over a bit. And, mm-hmm. and if they do mention it, then I think it'll be in a, uh, it'll just be, that was a one-time prophecy like that that was the the prophecy at the time the jedi didn't understand it and that was part of their downfall like that that kind of thing yeah like i i don't think i don't think there's going to be follow-up in that way to it i don't think a matter of fact they probably will even leave prophecies behind at this point because when you've got a guy like han solo as the 
here's what's going on with the mythology guy. Right. He's not, uh, as much as he says, you know, it's all true, he's still not going to be the prophecy guy. Right. Yeah. There's so, so many questions. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's wonderful that there are so many questions because, uh, yeah. you know, not only the big difference here, like I said, is we, the gang is back together. We, the characters that we grew up with and that we love are back. We don't know for how long, but they're back. Uh, not only that, but we have we have questions now. You know, before we knew basically what happened, right? So we knew the story, and it made it. Here's one thing, and this is why I've really gotten out of the habit of having expectations or speculating too much or, or doing anything like that. Is when you start doing that stuff, you're you're building up expectations. And it creates a situation where you want certain things. And down that path lies disappointment. Right. So I would know not just with Star Wars, but with everything, I do my best to turn my brain off, to sit back, to relax, and just see what I'm given and and enjoy it for what it is. And if it's shit, I'll definitely still call it shit. But I, I have found myself enjoying just media, comic books, everything in general, a lot more now without speculating. I, I mm-hmm. just I just have really stopped doing it. And it's I, I dig things more and it gives me a more objective look at something when I watch it, because when I remove my my own personal, uh, I guess, fantasy booking. When I remove that from the equation, then I'm just going in with what they give me. Mm-hmm. I, I've, it's it's working out so far. Hopefully, it'll work with this too. Yeah, I just I, I'm at the point where I I can't imagine this movie being bad. I just everything they've shown, the tone of it, and, and that's really what it comes down to. The tone of it, yes, seems right. And story wise, you know, I don't know what's going on. But the tone of it seems to be nailed, and that's what Star Wars is. It's the tone of it. And I think you're right that having the old people back definitely helps, having the old gang back together. But they seem to, at least from you know the, what, four minutes and 50 seconds I've seen, or however right. long it is. Right. I mean, BB-8 seems to fit right in, seems great. <laughs> like, the other people seem, you know... And it seems like, too, what I've noticed is they don't seem like they're going to retread anything. They're going to do something new, which I'm really looking forward to. Am I somewhat suspect that Captain Phasma may be the new Boba Fett? Possibly. (laughs) 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 We will see. Will she do anything? I don't know. Maybe she'll just be the new Boba Fett. Yeah, and we, and that's the, and we, we don't know. Like, we don't, we don't even know what relation she and Kylo Ren have to one another. Yeah. I don't know if it, I don't know if it's out there or not, but I have not seen it. I have no idea. They're both bad guys. Well, I didn't even, I was unsure if he was tied to the first order until they showed, I guess in the second trailer, you see him standing with some stormtroopers. Yeah. I was yeah. like, well, all right. Cause at first I think I kind of got in my head. Well, maybe this dude's like some crazy loner, you know, yeah, it did. It did seem that way. Like he was kind of a rogue agent. Yeah, this is just some crazy dude who loves Darth Vader. But I guess he's tied somehow 
I don't know, maybe not. Yeah, he's uh, he he seems to be in some kind of command position or other. And again, we don't know what that is. We don't even right. know if it'll last the whole movie or not. You know, right. it, it it's it's kind of delicious not knowing. I know. Well, that's what I thought about today. Like, I have no idea who's in control of the Empire because I'm assuming it's not Kai Ren. I mean, well, I'm just guessing that, it's not him. You have Captain Phasma. She's a captain. Obviously that, not in charge. There is a character who is the grand – I'm trying to remember the name, and I'll, and I'll say oh, it because it is right. Snoke. Snoke. You're right. I've seen that on a toy list. But I don't know. It's He's, he's being played by Andy Serkis. It's all motion capture. That's right. Uh Oh really? He's motion. That's interesting because usually the empire is right. Not fond of aliens. Yeah, the old racist Nazi empire. Right, exactly. Um, so yeah, we. I mean, we haven't even seen this guy yet, but he is. I, I think, and I could be wrong because, as you pointed out, you know, we haven't really been chasing down information. But I think he might be the head of the first order. Yeah, I have seen that name. You're right. Huh. Gr- grand Grand Commander. Snoke or something like that, which yeah. way, way to knock it out of the park with names again. Oh, but see, they're doing it on purpose now, which makes it even better. Right? Uh, yeah, they they are trying to keep the tone. To uh, okay, so let, let's now that we're getting into it a little bit, let's talk about the toys. Let's talk about yeah. the the launch. Uh, what has happened since the launch, which I have found to be very interesting. Uh, so on September fifth at midnight. We got a, you know, I guess what you could now call a traditional uh, midnight launch of new Star Wars toys. The difference this time is we had no idea what, well, we, some stuff had leaked on the internet. Yeah. But we didn't know what would be encompassed. We didn't know who we were getting. We didn't know what characters were coming out. And unlike prior launches, we didn't know who any of these people are. They are banking on our love of Star Wars to sell toys And it's working because everything – I still – I have only recently started seeing the second wave at retail um, in stores of of the the standard. We'll we'll go at this in two sections. We'll go at this in the sort of – Standard and black, yeah. Right. The standard releases, which are the very simplified uh, three-and-three-quarter scale figures and vehicles – and then the black uh, series stuff, which let's go with the mass market stuff. Well, it's all mass market, but let's go with the kid-oriented stuff, I guess, first. The big launch happened at midnight on the 5th while we were all at Dragon Con. Uh, we opted to not try and travel to a Toys R Us, which uh, was a good decision because <laughs> there wasn't anything for us. There was not. Uh, there was no... Uh, I am still a staunch collector of the fully articulated three and three quarter scale figures and vehicles. And you are a six inch star Wars black guy. That sounded odd. (laughs) You're a Mace Windu figure. I mean, six inches on a good day. (laughs) Um, And while there was new black stuff at release, you couldn't find it anywhere. And there was no, uh, none of the stuff that I collect hit on that launch day. So what do you think of the kid-friendly line? You know, I, I'm curious about it. 
And see, we've heard different things from people I talked to originally was that the hero mashers were not doing well. Um, I like the concept of the hero mashers um, across the board, across all the properties, mm. which I think is great. Um, I know they did the micro machines, which are way too expensive. They look good, and I think they look nice, but they're way too expensive. And then, of course, there's the holy grail of, I guess, the not the lines we collect, but the remote control BB-8. Right. Um, and but what's gotten crazy about that BB-8 now is that the toy manufacturers have come out and said that he's going to update. I guess I don't right. have it, but he, you know, you run it from an app. Well, there's two. There's one that's remote, con- a little remote control. I think the Target exclusive is just a little remote control. Right. I think that one is just a bare bones. Right. Like they're the same. I believe they're the same toy, but the yeah. Target one is just a bare bones thing, and whatever it does out of the box is all it does. Right. And then there's the app version. Right. And now they have come out and said that after the movie comes out, it's going to update, and then it's going to do things that it does in the movie. It's going to make sounds. It's going to do some other stuff, which I think is crazy. It's awesome, but it's crazy. And I keep going back and forth. I kind of want to buy the BB-8, but then I'm like, eh, what What the it's hell? It's 150 freaking bucks. It's so expensive. And I, I spent uh, – I don't know if you remember when they did those really awesome uh, Target-exclusive remote control – Astromax mm-hmm. that were I think they were like twenty bucks a piece or something like that, and I spent twenty bucks to get one just because it was an Astromax that I didn't already have, and you know it's really neat. But guess what? It's been sitting on the shelf for the past five or six or whatever years. Right. You know I now, don't I don't ever pull that thing out and drive it around. Now I will say my kids are going to get for Christmas. The I haven't decided which one, but they're going to get one of the remote control, either the Millennium Falcon or the yes, Tie yes, Fighter, the Air Hogs. Am I buying that for them so I can play with it? <laughs> Probably so, but they're going to love it. I think those are all really cool. Like I look at them on the shelf and I'm like, yeah, these are a great idea. Like, but the other, I'm trying to think, what was the other kid stuff? The build a the um. Build a lightsaber kit. You know, those are nice. They they seem I, to be selling really well because yeah. nobody ever has all of the sets. Mm-hmm. I really like the Nerf sabers. Yes, the those were a great ones. idea. God, I wish they had those when I was a kid so I could beat the hell out of my well, friends. Well, we had Nerf fencing. Right, but I want a lightsaber. <laughs> right, right. Lightsaber. Um, yeah, and then as far as the main toy line, I think... That the figures look great. They do. I mean, they are, yes, they have the five points of articulation, but the sculpt and the paint on, excuse me, the sculpt and the paint on them is just fantastic. I mean, they're, they're, they're great toys, but they don't fit on the shelf with what I already have, so I'm not buying them for myself. They're, they're somewhat different style, right? Uh, they, there are some, uh, the droids, I think would blend in. Just mm-hmm. fine, height wise, the the scale. I mean, the the line has always been kind of wonky with scale, so you can't really use that as a criteria. Uh, but looks wise, I mean, you know, there there are some that can fit, but aesthetically, it's quite obvious when I've got you know all these dynamically posed figures up on my shelf, and then one guy with his legs spread apart and his arms 
you know, straight out by his sides. It it just doesn't work. Right. Which um, I guess they're trying to address with the black line. Right. Which is unfortunately Walmart exclusive, but <laughs> how did I, that happen? I, like that's I, a, how did they let that happen? Well, I'm sure money is how that well, happened. But like what's even more baffling is the lineup because the first there've been two waves so far. The first wave uh is a shitty Darth Vader that has My Vader sucks. He's got uh cut joint elbows. They they don't even bend. They're the swivel ones. Uh, the Luke, which is a reissue of the one that came with the Rancor a few years ago. I do like his brown cloak. That's actually mm-hmm. pretty cool. But I don't need it. It's another freaking Luke. How many Jedi Lukes does one man need to own? Right. And then another Chewbacca. And it's not even, you know, the the Black Series Force Awakens Chewbacca really isn't that different from any other Chewbacca we've ever gotten. So the 3.75... I don't even know if he's supposed to be Force Awakens or or what, but it's another darn Chewbacca, and it's it's just a re-release. It's not even a, an update or anything. Uh, the second wave gets more exciting because it's Leia in her ceremonial gown. She looked good. I saw her she, today. Yeah, she looks great. Uh, I didn't buy her because I just don't need her because I haven't bought any of the other ceremony figures. Uh, Kylo Ren and the First Order Stormtroopers. Apparently they're doing waves of three, and I thought Ray was supposed to be in this wave, but I went to two different Walmarts, <clears throat> and both of them had basically fresh cases out and no sign of Ray. so I guess they're holding her back. Mm-hmm. But these are overpriced, beyond a shadow of a doubt. I hate Walmart. I don't want to go in Walmart, but if they're only going to put out three at a time, and most of them are going to be one, that's what I'm baffled by, is why are they putting these these uh reissues you know why is it not all fresh why aren't they doing all force awakens well have you heard the what the toy manufacturer said about a lot of the toys no uh-uh. any toy that we have now appears within the first oh yeah 20 yeah, yeah. minutes of the movie yes they will not let any toy come out past that point, which, I mean, I don't know why. It's not like you can – I mean, I bought some crazy red ninja dude last week. I don't know who the hell he is. He could <laughs> – Oh, that's my – that's actually the – He's probably in the background, some Guavian, Guavian enforcer. enforcer. Yes, I don't even know I what he is. I love that guy, although I think he's the least Star Wars-y looking character. He is. Of he all looks, of them. Yeah, he he sticks out on the shelf. Uh, but, but he looks really, he really looks more G.I. Joe, I think. He does. Oh, that's exactly what I thought. Um, but he's cool. But, yeah. They've, uh, they've had, uh, we'll wrap up the kids line and then get into the Black Series stuff, uh, the big Black Series stuff, which I, is, you know, what I'm certainly paying the most attention to. Mm -hmm. Uh, they've represented a, a ton of characters. They've had two waves now because, the first wave is the one that everybody has seen sitting in the store. Um, Constable Zuvio and Ray and Finn and Phasma, who's still nigh impossible to find uh, in any form. Uh, and then the second wave, which had the guy, the Imperial guy in the trench coat, uh, whose name I cannot remember, uh, the blue long neck droid. Uh, the, but they've, they've got new characters coming out, and I think when the movie hits, we'll probably see another wave. So I really like that they're banging these things out that we're getting all of these we're consistently getting new characters that are exciting to look at that freshen up the pegs. Uh they've got 
a pretty cool assortment of vehicles. Like visually, they're all interesting and different. There, there is not a, a uh, Naboo speeder among them. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, the Naboo speeder. And but I have not bought any of the vehicles because they are so fucking expensive. Are they? I haven't really looked at the prices. Of Dude, them, I don't do the them. X-wing which is slightly smaller than the original Kenner X-Wing from what I've read. I've wondered that because the boxes, I have and noticed that the boxes on them do not look big. I looked at the box for the TIE Fighter today, and I was like, there's no way a full TIE Fighter is in that box. Yeah, it's the well, the TIE is bigger than the original Kenner one, and it actually seats two figures, which is very mm-hmm. cool. But the X-Wing is smaller. Apparently it has some floppy parts. Um, the nose is mushy. Hmm. It's from what I've been reading, uh, the quality on some of the vehicles is not great, but I can tell our listeners, I think there might be a good chance that Santa is going to be bringing a, a number of those to our home. Oh, nice. That's, that's, uh, I think, Thanks, Santa. I think it's possible. So mm-hmm. I'll be checking those out if that happens. But the big ticket item is this new Millennium Falcon. Which I made a lot of fun of when I first saw it, but now having looked at some detail stuff and and uh, some of the features, it's actually pretty awesome. It's still crazily overpriced. What's it running for? It's anywhere from a hundred and fifteen to a hundred a hundred and forty dollars. Holy which shit! Which is insane because it's the same size as the original Kenner Falcon. But I it, mean, that one they came out with a few years ago, the original trilogy Falcon. That's crazy detailed. That was only like ninety, wasn't it? No, that was uh, I think it was one hundred and fifty or one hundred and sixty. Oh, was it? But it's worth every penny. I've, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, and I mean, it's, it's a beautiful. Toy. It's one of the best toys I've ever bought. Uh, but definitely better than Castle Grayskull. Uh, and Castle Grayskull's pretty good. But, on sale now. Hey, right. No, they're sold out. They sold oh, out. Oh, do they sell it out for, for the listeners that don't know what we're referencing, uh, MaddieCollector.com had a 50% off sale on a ton of their existing stock, and you could get a Castle Grayskull for 150 bucks, which is a steal. So this big Millennium Falcon is mad overpriced. There's just mm-hmm. no way around that. But when you get into it, it has so many more features than the one that we had when we were kids, that back piece actually pulls off and is a separate little, like, gunner, gunning station. Uh, oh, okay. it, it has two giant cannons that pop up and shoot Nerf darts. It has sound effects and stuff from the movie. It's, uh... So you're getting your money's worth for a, someone. Right. Well, I don't know that you're getting your money's worth, but as far as it being a good toy for kids, it is. Mm-hmm. Or it looks like it's going to be. And maybe or maybe not, I'll find out. But yeah, but uh, that's that's exciting that they they did put some toy technology into something. So I I think it's disappointing to me that my what I collect has fallen by the wayside. But at the same time, you know I I, I get it. They're trying to keep the line going. They have to do what they can, and over the past few years, those five point figures uh, that are that are well, they were much cheaper. Now they're charging six ninety nine or seven ninety nine for a single, and fifteen bucks for two. But you know they're they're trying to keep the line going, so they got to do what they got to do. So let's talk 
about Star Wars Black, the six-inch series. My money figures. Right. right. What's What kind of luck are you having with those? Are there any that are killing oh. you? Are there any, like, are... Have you got most of them? Are you missing most of them? I'm missing one. Yeah, I know. That, that I'm actually sitting here looking at right now, and I feel kind of guilty about that. I'm missing one. I have them all except Captain Phasma. Uh, the first wave has been relatively easy to find. That's why I'm not totally freaking out about it yet. Um, because really, the second wave... Well, the first wave we got Finn, Ray, a First World Sword Trooper, and Kyren, which all look great. They're nice. Um, I guess it's been about two weeks now since the second wave started hitting. That's, and yeah. Captain Phasma is driving me up the goddamn wall. I go every day, every day I go to Toys R Us, a Walmart, a Target, and usually a Kmart. And I'm just like two steps behind every uh, time, I swear. So they have like the rest of them but no yeah. Phasma? I'll go to like a Toys R Us at like 3 o'clock. Nothing. Still wave one. I went back the next morning at 10 o'clock. Oh, look. There's the whole wave two, oh. except for Captain Phasma. And I don't know who's doing this. I'm usually the only one buying toys in that aisle. So I don't know who's grabbing her. I don't know where she is. It's making me absolutely crazy. Um, but as far as the black line goes, I mean, they look like the rest of them. Well, except for – what's his name? Constable Zuvio. Zuvio. He looks kind of shady. I like. think his face doesn't look great. Yeah, something's off with it. it. It looks like he honestly looks like a figure that got upscaled um, from a smaller skull. Yeah, because the small figure looks excellent. Mm-hmm. And and the, if you've seen still photos of him in the movie, he's scary as fuck. Like, I, apparently he's sort of a goodish guy. Like, I don't know that he's actually... Uh, like helpful to Ray or whatever, but like I think he is a good law enforcement guy. Uh huh. Like well intentioned at the very least, but uh-huh. he's terrifying. Yeah, I see. I haven't even seen a picture. Oh my god! So I just got it and looked at it and I was like, "Well, this looks kind of dumb." <laughs> I was yeah, like, the the six inch one is not a pretty figure, but <sighs> all of the rest of them that I've seen really do look good. They do. The two pack that just came out, the exclusive Target two pack. Yeah, with Poe and a. Uh, the sergeant? Yeah, well, it's the riot control. Oh, okay. Storm. Oh, that's right. He's got the baton and the shield. Yeah, he was kind of gummy, so yeah. some of his plastic was a little soft. Um, but they they look nice. The Toys R Us Snowtrooper that I just got, he looks really good. Yeah. Um, but then, of course, the big money item, which I absolutely own. Oh, that's the, right. Is the TIE Fighter. <laughs> I have it. I love it. Was it ridiculous for me to spend $165 on a TIE fighter that is half my size? <laughs> on a vehicle that gets blown up in 12 seconds in Probably. any situation it enters into. But goddamn, <laughs> that is one of the best toys I own. How you does it feel? Is it, it like it super sturdy? solid. The detail in the cockpit is amazing. That's the first time like our friend Pete sent me a message and was like, Hey, did you know the two people sit in a TIE fighter now? And I was like, do I, I've got the toy. Let me tell you about how they look out the back of it with the window. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. My wife walked in and said, what the hell is that? It's like, that's my new TIE fighter. It is worth every penny. Now, what have I- you done with it? Oh, 
it is displayed prominently in my toy basement. So you had a spot for it? You didn't have to, like, well, build a well, new table or something? Well, we, you know, for people who don't know, I built a house over the last year and had – I have a basement that was basically designed for holding my toys in a bar. And so I had pre-ordered it before we even moved in. So there has been a giant spot blank just sitting there. <laughs> Waiting for it to come. And it's like, when you walk into the basement, down the hallway, it is the first thing you see, this giant TIE fighter. Oh my like, gosh. I mean, the, the, the cockpit's as big as your head, right? It's, it's about that big. It comes about to my waist. Oh it my is gosh. Awesome. And like, and you know, everybody says, what are you gonna do? The, the big question I get is, what are you gonna do if they keep doing more vehicles? You know, what are you gonna do when they get an X-Wing? Well, I was gonna say, they've the done answer, a TIE Fighter, they the have to do. real simple, I'm gonna buy it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there's your answer. Like, they got you. The quality on it is amazing. Now, I, they will never release this. I would love to know the sales figures on it. Because I've seen it at Target now. And I'm watching it. This is, probably one of the more nerdy things I've done, but the one that sits at the target next to me, mm-hmm. I've marked it. <laughs> it has a little green sticker that I had in my pocket and I've marked it. I and totally I'm, understand that. I watch it to see if somebody buys it because yeah. I want to know, is somebody going to buy this? Because I have a feeling that most people that are going to buy that thing had it pre-ordered on Amazon. Right. They knew it was coming out. I'm curious if anyone will ever go into a Target and be like, hey, there's a $170 TIE Fighter. Sure, why not? Is that an impulse buy? Yeah, I'll get some diapers, you know, a shirt for my kid. Oh, big TIE Fighter. Looks good. Right. Oh, my gosh. I, mean, do I wish it was an original trilogy TIE Fighter. Yeah. But it's pretty close. I mean, it's black. It's got the big red mark on it, but the two seating thing is kind of cool. They sit back to back. Um, but yeah, I own it. It's, it's nice. Um, <laughs> the other thing I'm looking for, Kmart, Ugh, Kmart has exclusives now. Oh yeah, they've got Frosty Kylo Ren, right? Yeah, I'm not sure I'll buy that. The Walgreens Vader just got released. Um, With just a different head though. Like, right, which is why I'm not buying it. Yeah. I mean, I have the Vader. The Vader was my toy of the year last year. Um, but I'm not sure I'm going to get that one. But yeah, that, that Captain Facement, she is driving me up the damn wall. I'll tell and you. Toys R Us thinks I'm crazy. She gives me dirty looks because I walk in that store every day. I walk to the same place and then I walk out. I'm literally in there for three minutes because there's no Marvel Legends I'm looking for at this point. Right, right. So I walk in and then I walk out and she just looks at me. I've started waving to her every day. <laughs> Lady, yep, here again. I gotta say, I wish that she had a soft goods cloak. I'm not a fan of the rubber cloak they put on her. Which is surprising because most of the capes so far in the black line are soft goods. Right. I, I don't know why. And I mean, don't get me wrong. It looks really good when she's just standing there. It's all good. I hope so. But if, it, right, to see it. But when you pose her, there's nowhere for it to go. Yeah. And I, I don't, it's, it's an odd decision. And I, I totally would have understood it because I would like to find, have you seen any of the diecast uh, Disney store figures in yeah. person yet? 
those are nice. They're really nice until you turn them around and see all the screws. But it's a different kind of collectible, so it's not like aesthetically they're meant to blend in with the black figures or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yep. I bought the fin just to buy the fin. <laughs> oh, oh, the diecast. You have the diecast fin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I would like to find a Phasma. I've still not seen one at retail. And then Boba Fett probably already came out and I missed him. But, you know, th- those are neat for, like, one-shot collectibles. It's not anything. I can't imagine anybody just buying all of them for $25 freaking a piece. I mean, the black line's 20 Well, yeah, that's true. But I spend that much, unfortunately. But I'll tell you what's cool at the Disney store is those vehicles, the diecast vehicles. Mm-hmm. Those look fantastic, and the prices on them, to me, I think are really good. Like the the standard size stuff is ten bucks, and then larger stuff is twenty. Like Kylo Ren's shuttle, whatever the heck it's called, I think it has a name. I can't think of it. Is uh, twenty bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure when they do the Falcon, it'll be twenty. But like, I think ten bucks for a decent size because they're bigger than Action Fleet. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, no, actually, I take that back. They're they might be about the same size, if not smaller. But they're diecast vehicles, so like ten bucks for the Slave One, I'm I'm down with that. Yeah. Now I will say one new piece of merchandise that I have been really good about not buying, and I've had it in my hands, is they have put out the Kyrie Ren um, Force FX masterpiece you know the 180 dollar oh the lightsaber oh yeah it's out they oh i haven't it. seen that yet they sell it at damn walmart oh my gosh how um, much is it it was 180 dollars holy shit um but i i've had it in my hands i i have all the other ones i have everybody's oh see i've just got vader I oh no there I have them all, and oh they're in a gosh. they're in a closet right now. But I do have all of them. But yeah, well, how hard would it that. be for you to get a gun rack and mount it on the wall and just put them all out? Well, they make holders for them. I need to do it. <laughs> my wife will probably kill me. Well, <laughs> this is it's my special basement. I'm allowed to do whatever I want yeah, down right. here. Um, so they've done that, which was I didn't see a lot of press on that. I was surprised when I saw it for the first time. No, I didn't even know it existed. Now, yeah. how is it? How do they handle the, cause the, um. The cross pieces are just in it. Well, but how are they sculpted? Are they just they're, round? They're the shitty round. Yeah. Oh. And that's the problem with it is they're the round like the rest of them. Yeah. See, the, that needs to, uh, with the rest of them, it, it kind of works cause we've gone our whole lives seeing everything from the flare at the base to them just being round. But this one, it's all jaggy looking. Like yeah. his lightsaber is very distinctive with how the emitters work and everything. Like, it's a different thing. Yeah. I'll have to keep an eye out for that. I want to I want to see it. Yeah, check. Walmart's the only place I've saw it, and I was huh. fascinated that it was at Walmart because yeah. I've never seen them sell anything else like that. Stupid Walmart. Well, uh, no, they had uh, they had some of the Force effects for a while because they had that same display that Toys R Us had, that annoying every time you walked by it, it would go on. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They had that same display for a while. Oh. Well, Target. Target has the BB-8 display that blinks at you now. Uh, yeah, and, like, and it taunts you. me every day because it knows I'm coming to look for Captain Phasma. <laughs> and it goes, beep, 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 nope, sucker. And not here. <laughs> I'm like, uh. God damn it. Now, I haven't bought the Chewbacca because like you were saying before. It's not different enough. It's not different enough, but then I'm like going through my head because, of course, the way my toys are organized, I have shelves for the movies. Oh, so you'll need a Chewbacca. The next wave. 
has Han. Han, and right. that Han figure looks amazing. Bl- blonde Han. Yeah, I'm getting that Han, and yeah. so I probably need a Chewbacca to put down there. And yet, we still don't have a C-3PO. Well, and I had I had to do the same thing because, uh, you know, I've got a Chewbacca up on my shelves with the Alliance, but I had to get one to put in the Falcon too. Mm-hmm. So I, I had to buy an auxiliary Chewbacca, and fortunately, they've done enough that are slightly different that I didn't feel too stupid yeah. <laughs> doing now, it. They have made changes from the original black Chewbacca to this one. There are some changes in the articulation and well, the way and his, the hair lies. Yeah, his coloring's a little different too, isn't it? Yeah, but they improved the way that he's articulated in the arms and stuff because that was an issue with the first Chewbacca. So that's good. Is but... his face different? Because the old one, he was screaming. He's not screaming. Oh, see, that alone makes him worthwhile, I think. Yeah. Yeah, which is good. So I'll probably pick him up, but he's everywhere. I mean, if you go in any store... They've got six of him. You're going to see Finn and Chewbacca. Right, right. Every day, Finn and Chewbacca. So, <laughs> uh, <sighs> so it's, uh, let's... Because uh, my voice is going. Let's let's wrap up on the Black Series here. Yeah. Um, I don't want to speculate on Force Awakens stuff, because we don't know enough. Let's no. talk about original trilogy. Let's talk about figures... That need to be made because you just said C-3PO. Yeah, and they all in my closet. Yeah, my that's collection. kind of insane that we don't have a 3PO. Now, inevitably they will do one, and I don't know if we'll get a Force Awakens version with the red arm first or if we'll get a original trilogy version first. Uh, would you want him to be... Just the shinier plastic they've done or like a vac metal... I want him back metal. He C three PO needs to be back metal. I agree. I um, totally agree. I don't think he will be because R 2s dome was not right, and well, he needs to match that. Unfortunately, R 2s dome was shown as back metal when the way oh was it? way back when black was first announced, like the initial at San Diego, what three years ago maybe it was back. Oh, wow. And it was much more shiny. But you're right. If now, if you do C3PO, he's not going to match. Right. If he's vac metal. Or um, what if they do a two pack with shiny versions of both? I don't want to buy another damn R2. <laughs> I guess he could go. Though. I guess he could go down on the the Force Awakens panel. He hasn't changed much. Yeah. Um. What they really need to do is a Leia. Because yeah. right now all we have is monkey face, slave Leia, which, which and that's that's done. a whole nother conversation. <laughs> yeah, it sure is. <laughs> Good lord! Um, but they need to do a Leia. I have a feeling she'll come. I think we'll probably get maybe a wave or two more of Force Awakens, and then they'll maybe in the spring they'll start putting back in original trilogy characters. Um, because really Leia and C-3PO are the biggest ones we're missing at this point. Who are, um, who are some other, I, for me, Tarkin. Oh they, yeah. They've yeah. got to do a Tarkin. Now with Tarkin though, they've got to figure out how to do his tunic because they cannot do half soft goods, Mm-mm. half plastic like they did on the last three and three quarter inch Tarkin. Yeah, they're um, going to need Tarkin. They're going to need Ewoks. Well, to me, at least they, Wicket. They have to do Lando, but I would rather have a general Calrissian than yes. traditional Lando. I agree. Because traditional Lando has been a peg warmer. 
yep. since 1995. Yeah. I think General Calrissian's more exciting. I think you, you get him, you get Nian Num, and you've got right there, like, they have story. They're, yep. they're you know, they're together. And also, Nian Nun is apparently in Rogue Squad, or Rogue One. Really? Yes. Huh. Um, I, I, and again, every, all this stuff is speculate. Well, not speculation, but like information on the internet can never be trusted. But I read that, uh, there was a, uh, oh shit. I can't remember his, uh, Sol- Sol- Solust, Solustin, uh, on set. And then it was confirmed that it isn't even known. Oh, that's cool. Uh, we need Ag, I think Agbar will sell really well. Yeah. Agbar would um, definitely just, they need just to work on the, it's a trap. Yeah, it is a trap. They'll need to work on the bounty hunters. So we still need Dengar, Forlom. Oh, you're right. And Zuckus. And Zuckus. Yeah, and they'll definitely round them out. Yeah, and that doesn't take much for them to do. I'm sure we'll, get, I'm sure nice we'll get an Aura Singh at some point. Ugh. <laughs> Lord. Remember when they were selling her as a big deal? Yeah. She got, she got her own... Uh, book. Remember them when they were doing those slightly larger than six scale figures at Walden Books? Yeah. And it was that big pyramid, oh, yeah. that giant pyramid box that came with a book. And they did 3PO, Darth Vader, or no, Anakin, and, uh, and then Aura Singh. Well, you know what's funny though is she's not even written out of continuity now because she is in, she's in Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace yeah. She is there. She is still around. Yeah. Absolutely. It, <laughs> oh, I want Dengar. Well, you, who I really want is Plukoon. I love Plukoon. <laughs> Plukoon is the most unexplored Jedi of the whole trilogy. I think he could still they, be alive. They, uh, he got some time in Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Oh, going back to Rebels real quick. So, uh, Rebels, I'm caught up now. Uh, like I said, they, they did the whole Black Sun thing mm-hmm. with, uh, Sabine's old partner uh turns out she's working for black sun which is very exciting to have any kind of expanded universe thing brought into continuity uh so have you are where, where did you say where you were in rebels i'm pretty much caught up i think okay. i'm one behind or two um i i love that it's just close enough to the things we know to be interesting but that they're not trying to add to the continuity we know like they're not trying to go back and say here's Grand Moff Tarkin when he was this age doing this thing which granted they had a boring ass book to do that but we won't talk about that Uh, I I, I think they're handling it really well they've created some cool new characters that I've ended up liking a lot Mm -hmm. and uh the the one episode where they brought the clone wars they brought rex rex i was about to say uh, i'm fascinated by rex yes that was very cool and the fact that they got deep enough to have uh what's it wolf call the empire because he still feels that that pull of duty yep and they all had the scars on their heads from where they took their chips out and so they wouldn't enact Order 66, which I don't know if I had heard that before. It might have been covered in Clone Wars. I would imagine it was. I don't remember that. But uh I, I kind of – Yeah. I, I The last couple seasons of Clone Wars I'm a little sketchy on because I kind of jumped around because, man, they did a lot of stories that didn't do anything for me. Yeah, it got real strong – 
towards the very end of Clone Wars. I watched... In the middle there, it got muddled. I watched Ahsoka's last episodes. Right. Those were really good. Um, And then that last season, I think they had a three- or four-parter about some droid. And I was just like, ugh. Yeah. I, I wish Clone Wars had ended when Ahsoka left. Because it was a good ending. Yeah. You know, like that was her ending. And that, that was like the end of the second to last season, right? Right. Okay. But she's back now and, and they've done a really good job because she's got some authority. Like people kind of defer to her and treat her as one of the last Jedi should be treated. Not a Jedi. Well, yes. Yeah. White light, white lightsaber. Right. She is. Don't want anything to do with those assholes. But, but she's still. People still treat her with that reverence, mm-hmm. and I think that's very cool. Um, yeah. So let's see. Now, there... Have you watched the droid cart, the droid stuff, tales of the droids, or whatever that's been coming on? The you're talking about the Lego stuff? Yeah. Yes, those are awesome. They are really good. <clears throat> All right, we got to bring it home because I'm my voice is <laughs> going throat. out. Yeah, it's killing me. Um, I'm is there they any, was... any oh Battlefront? Oh yeah, okay. Which you're gonna have to do because I, uh, I downloaded it. I downloaded the demo uh-huh. and played it a little bit, and it was fun. But I could tell it was not. It was something that I would buy and play for a few hours and never touch again. Uh, what did you buy it? What are you doing oh, with yeah. it? What's happening? Oh, I bought it. I love it. Um, Battlefront is fun. My kids love it to death. It depends on. How you play video games. Um, as far as the immersion into like Hoth, like in a battle with Hoth, you feel like you are playing that level, which is awesome. When you're playing the characters, and I guess you didn't get to do this in the demo, but when you play as Vader or Boba Fett or any of the main characters, eh, kind of slugs. Yeah. Um, because I think what happened is if you play, did you play Force Unleashed and Jedi Academy and all those games? Uh, I played both of the Force Unleashed games. I don't think I ever messed with Jedi Academy. Okay. So those, you got so used to being so fast with the lightsaber and jumping around, you know, killing 30 people at once that you can't do that in Battlefront. Oh. Because you would, I mean, it would be over. You'd be like a god. Right. And so it takes them totally getting used to is, oh, I'm Vader. This is so great. Holy shit, I'm slow as hell. Oh, yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. But as far as, like, flying vehicles and making you feel like you're in Star Wars, it is awesome. What I'm really looking forward to is the week the movie comes out, if you pre-ordered the game, and now I think they've read they're just going to give it to everyone – you get to play the Battle of Jakku or Jakku or wherever they're calling it. Oh, wow. But you're going to see the battle where the Star Destroyer crashes and you get to play it. So, like, it's this awesome thing to look forward to because I know before I see the movie, I'm going to play the battle where that happens. (laughs) Right, right. Which is totally sweet. I mean, (laughs) it's a fun game. One of the big complaints about it, which I think is hilarious, is that people are complaining that it lacks story. To which today I replied to somebody, well, you have the DVDs. Right. There's right. the story. Yeah, like, what do you want? How much more story do you want? 
it's hot. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, it's a fun game. I highly recommend it. If you don't know what's happening on Hoth, you probably shouldn't have spent 60 bucks on this game. Right. Like, I'm flying speeder bikes around indoor. I obviously know what's happening. Right. But yeah, it's a, it's a super fun game. Um, it's multiplayer, but you don't have to talk to people, which I hate talking to people, so. Cause it's all 12 year old kids that whoop your ass. Right. Or yeah. my children sitting on the couch next to me yelling at why I suck. But, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, Battlefront is totally awesome. Um, it's a good, like, stopgap to get you some Star Wars before the movie comes out. Um, but yeah, that's Battlefront. Well, awesome. Yeah, I'll, I'm sure I'll end up getting it because for sure Amazon will mark it down sometime during the holiday season and I'll get suckered in. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, awesome. Thanks, man. I appreciate you coming on last minute, uh, and talking some Star Wars stuff and we'll be back in a couple of weeks, I guess, two or three weeks to talk mid-season TV wrap-up. Talk about how much I love fucking Gotham. (laughs) Awesome. Thanks, Ryan. Thank you. All right, that is it. As you can hear, I am pretty much done. I want to remind you, first of all, I want a big thanks to Ryan for stepping up at the last minute and having a great conversation about Star Wars. We we couldn't be any more excited about this movie coming out, you guys. Um, I want to remind you, you can check out the Needless Things podcast on iTunes and on Stitcher, and you can also find it at needlessthingssite.com, where you can find the podcast as well as five days a week of original writing about toys, movies, music, pop culture, dorkery from myself and the Needless Things regulars, uh, Beth, Jerry, Christina, Devlin. Uh, we've got a, a crew of talented writers giving us original content. And uh, we, we're sometimes we double post. I was supposed to have a few more toy reviews up this week, but I've just been derailed by this thing. Uh, next week will be better. Uh, I, gosh, I hope so. Uh, if, if I'm not feeling better tomorrow, I'm supposed to call the doctor and get antibiotics. So I, I hope I don't want to do that. I don't like antibiotics, but uh, we'll see what happens. You guys, thank you so much for tuning in and listening each and every week. Please do go to needlessthingsite.com. If you've got a buck or two, you can donate to help out with the show cost of the show and of the site. Uh, you can go to the PayPal button, which your browser is probably blocking. Uh, you can maybe, uh, I, I don't know, just uh, do what you can. Spread the word. At least spread the word. If you like the show, spread it around. Review it on iTunes. Apparently, that's an important thing to be doing. And... Uh, if there's anything that you want to talk about or hear about or promote or whatever, hit us up in the Needless Things Podcast Facebook group. Uh, we can converse there. Let us know what you think. And uh, I'll talk to you next time. I love you guys.